Here's the handouts. Anyone's interested? We're starting a new topic. And the topic of tshuva. Okay, so we'll start from the beginning. Shah Rishon, this is the first Shah in the Sefer. Aleph Aleph. Gedoyla Tshuva, the first two pieces we'll do, and then we'll skip a little. The first two pieces are from the Rambam. Gedoyla Tshuva Shemekareves Esa'odom Lashchidam. Says the Rambam in Ilchus Tshuva Paragzayin, Halachavav, Tshuva is so great that it is Mekareves Esa'odom Lashchina. It brings a person close to the Shechina. Shenemar Shuva Yisrael Ad Hashem Klai Yisrael returned until Hashem. You become closer to Him. Or Venemar it says, In Amos Shavtem Oda, you haven't returned to me, Num Hashem. Venemar im Toshiv Yisrael Num Hashem, Eli Toshiv, Kloimar im Tachser Betshuva Bitidbak. If you'll do Tshuva, you'll be connected with me, you'll cling to me. Hatshuva Mikareves Esarachaikim. Tshuva brings close those who are distant. And the truth is, the Mabit says that that's really what the word tshuva means. That The translation of the word tshuva is to return. Where are you returning? You're returning to be close to Hashem. Uh, an Avera distances you from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When you do tshuva, you become close to Hashem. That's what tshuva is all about. You become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's such a madrega that yesterday the person might have been full of Averis. And in a way he was hated in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mishukot, he was disgusting. Meruchok, he was distant. V'tayeva, disgusting. But today after he did tshuva, he's beloved, he's dear, he's close. He's a close, he's a friend of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yedid. Tshuva is what takes us from being far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and brings us to connect and to become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is what the ch- word Tshuva means. My Rabbi Zechayin HaLevrach, Rabbi always used to say, that's what people have to know. There's all Pratim in Tshuva, in, 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 you know, when you have to do Vido, and you have to have Charata, and all those types of things are not what the word tshuva means. Tshuva means to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the Mabit in Beis Halakim, I think maybe last year, two years ago, we had a Shabbat Shuvah about it as well, that the Mabit points this out, and it's a very important Nakuda. And that is, that a person, when he does an Avera, he has to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's an automatic. You don't even need a mitzvah of tshuva for that. You don't need a mitzvah of tshuva for that. If you do something wrong, a slave does something wrong to his master, he's got to stop doing it. The same Torah that said don't steal tells you that if you've been stealing, stop stealing. You don't need a new mitzvah to say, well, you've been stealing, now go do tshuva and stop stealing. Same mitzvah that said don't steal the first time is continuing to tell you don't steal. So what is the chiddush of tshuva? Tshuva, so, so, so the Mabit says, that's what tshuva means. Tshuva literally means to return to Baruch Hu. Get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now HaKadosh Baruch Hu had big Rachmanes on us. A big Rachmanes on us. What's his Rachmanes? His Rachmanes is that if we'll go through a certain process, not only will we be back close to him, but he'll even perhaps erase all of our Averis. He'll get rid of them. Just because, let's say a slave, a slave does something wrong to his master. So the first thing he has to do is stop doing that wrong thing. 
Does that mean that the master is not going to punish him for what he did wrong? No, it's two different things. For what you did wrong gets punished, but now you got to stop and start doing the right thing. Tshuva, by definition, is doing the right thing. But that doesn't mean that everything we've done before is erased. But that's what the mitzvah of tshuva, that's the chiddush of tshuva. That's a whole different madrega. You want to get to that madrega? You want to get to that madrega? Okay, you got to do charata. The, the Ramam says there's four steps in vidui. Shari Rabbeinu Yainas, 20 steps in vidui. You got a whole bunch. There's a whole thing to do. That's to get all of the milas of, of what tshuva could accomplish. But if you want to know simply what tshuva is, tshuva means to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Like the Rambam says, Chet distances us from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Tshuva just brings us close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Mekareves is You're a new person. Yesterday, a person was dirty. Today, in the Meshukets and Meruchik and all those things, today he's beloved. That's Nekuda number Aleph in Tshuva. Nekuda number Beis. We continue to the next piece from the Rambam a little earlier in Parak Zayin Halacha Dalit. It's very discouraging. I'm a person who did Averis, and I see there's big tzaddikim. Tzaddikim don't do many Averis, and if they do, for sure not the Averis that I do. So I'm a Balchuva. I'm a Balchuva, a person who's returning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because I've distanced myself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But even after everything, so now I did tshuva. But I have this whole peckle of Averis that I've done. I have all these, this history behind me. And I'm so far from a tzaddik. Look at the tzaddikim. So am I anywhere in the parsha? A person could be very discouraged by that thought. Ein hadover kain. Says the Rambam, it's not true. A person could come to the madrega. doesn't mean every person gets to this madrega. But you could get to that madrega, like we said, that as if you never did any Averis. But this is the Chiddush. Not only are you back to default no Averis, you get even more schar. You already have tasted the taste of Chet. And then you have to separate yourself. You have to stop doing it. And you have to control yourself to stop doing it. To stop doing an Averis, you have to control yourself. And once you tasted it, even if you try to stop, as we know, it's very hard. Because the Yetzirah keeps on coming and coming. And there's a Kvishas HaYetzirah. So therefore, there's a lot of almost a lot of work in going into tshuva for a person who has already been doing the Averis. There's a memra from Shmuel, I think, that says that in the place that Balei Tshuva stand, Tzadikim Gemurim are not able to stand there. There's a certain madrega that Balei Tshuva have that Tzadikim don't have, because Tzadikim were never toyim the Tamachet. So therefore the Yetzirah is not the same for them. Of course they have a Yetzirah, everybody has a Yetzirah. But they never fell to that first Yetzirah, so they were never tasted the taste of Chet. So therefore, they are where they are. But the person who tasted the taste of Chet and then did Tshuva, In that Indian, they're Kaivish, their Yetzirah more. Now, granted, the Gemara says it's a machlaikis. The Gemara says, Upliga. There's one mandamar who says that um, this mandamar that says, Bemokin Shabbat Shuvah, I'm the main tzaddikim kemurim. And there's another mandamar that says, No, that when it comes to uh, tzaddikim, um, let's see if I find the exact lashon. 
Right, um, that's the Gemara. We, we mentioned this other times that the Gemara says that all the Nevi'im were misnabe for uh, people who who are machzik tamidich hachamim, who support Taira, but Sadiqim themselves, Ayin Leiroasa, the Schar, they're going to get is something that's beyond anything imaginable, nothing you could ever dream of. So the Gemara says that the two Mandamrim seem to argue with each other. One says Balichuva have a higher Madrega than Sadiqim, and the other Mandamrim says, no, Sadiqim have the highest Madrega. So it's a very Gishmaka Meshachachman Pashas Veschanan, who he comes and he's Miyashev, he says it doesn't have to be such a Machlaikas. And it depends what you're talking about, but it's a very important insight into understanding the Kayach of Chet and how a person's able to do tshuva and what, what he needs to do. It says over there, we had this, it's, it's interesting because in, in, in the, in, it's in Veschana, and I think it's in Ekev, it was in last week's parsha as well, when Kalah Yisrael were by Harsinai, as we know, so they were very afraid of the whole Maimed Harsinai. So they told Moshe Rabbeinu, it's too much for us. Krav Shama, you go and listen, and whatever Hashem tells you, you'll tell us, and we'll listen to him. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered, Moshe Rabbeinu says two or three times, Heitivu Asher Dibayru. What they said was Heitivu. They did good with what they spoke. So the Meshachachma brings a Medrash. The Medrash says a very, a very uh, cryptic thing. Chad Amar, one man Amar says, what does the word Hatava mean, Heitivu? Ki Hatavas Haneres. Hatavas Haneres is when you clean out the Menorah from yesterday's oil and wicks and you clean it out. That's called, and you prepare the new wicks. That's Hatavas Haneris. And one said, it's like the preparation of the Ketiris. So they're both darshing the word Heitivu as a Lashon of Hatava, of preparation, and the preparation is referring to either the Neiris or the Ketiris. That's the Meshachach, what's going on over here? What does this have to do with anything? So he says as follows, he says as follows. He says, what was Klai Yisrael saying? What was Klai Yisrael saying? That we don't want to hear it directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We want to hear it through you, Moshe Rabbeinu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, wow, that's a wonderful taina. What exactly was so great about their taina? They did a wonderful thing. So, so the Meshachachma says that Klai Yisrael was saying like this. A person was put into this world to make choices and make the right choices. A person has to have Bechira. So, if we're going to hear everything directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Torah is going to be so crystal clear to us, it's as if we don't have any Bechira. What does it mean, Kafa Aleim Har Kigigis? That Klai Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the mountain on top of Klai Yisrael like a barrel, and he said, if you're Makabal, the Torah, great, and if not, this is it. Uh, you'll be buried over here. So the Maral and the Meshachach quotes him in other places, says it wasn't an actual being forced into the Kabbalah Satayra. It was so clear at the time of Kabbalah Satayra, that they needed to be Makabal the Taira, that it was necessary, it was the best thing in the world, so it was as if they were forced into it. There was no Bechira. It's like a Malach. A Malach. Why does a Malach do the right thing? There's many places you find the Malachim slip a little bit. Some even hold Malachim, have a little bit of Bechira. But B'derech Klal, a Malach, does what he's supposed to do. Why? How come I have Bechir and I don't do what I'm supposed to do? And the Malach has Bechir and he does what he's supposed to do. The answer is, because the Malach's up in Shemayim, it's so clear to him the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he really doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. Does he actually have the choice? Yes. You could stand at the edge of the building and you have a choice to jump or not to jump. Right? Is it a choice? Not really, because you're not going to jump. But you do have the actual choice to do it, so there's a clarity to it. So Kalah Yisrael was so clear they had to be Makabal the Torah, they were forced into it. Meaning, it was so obvious, there was no choice involved, it had to be done. 
So the same thing, Klai said, if that continues the entire Torah being given directly by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's going to be so clear to us all of the Torah and the mitzvahs that we're not, we don't, there's no Bechira. And that's not what life is all about. Hashem doesn't want that. Hashem didn't need us for that. That's not the Ratzon of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. He has Malachim. He has a whole world of Malachim who do a lot better job in Mimikayim, his Ratzon, than we do. Why? Because they don't have Bechira. You know what? So they don't get Schar for it either because what they do already? Nothing. They just did, uh, it's robotic. Why? Because it's so obvious. Hashem created man with Bechira, with the Yitzhahara, and the Yitzhahatayv, and He wants us to choose, and that's why we get schar for it. So he therefore... He needed the Yid the Okay, No, he, did, uh, he didn't need them. That's what he was saying. They said, good. No, Klaiso came to that Akara on their own. They came to that Akara. Come to Klaiso going to this. Really, Hashem's Ratzon was, this is the way it should be. Right? So, this is what they were tining. So now... However, there's two things. There's two, there's two types of choices and averis that a person makes in this world. There's one category called taivas hachomer, and that is um, desires, all the physical types of things in this world, all the taivas in this world, all the gashmias in this world. And then there's averis that a person does with his seichel, avaydazara, kfira, all those types of averis that are, prob- that are averis done with the seichel. It's not a taiva type of thing. A person usually doesn't have a taiva to become an oivet avaydazara, not like in the olden days. It's a, it's a seichel type of thing. You have to sit down logically and, and intellectually and think things through. You don't have that. It's not the Yetzirah that draws you necessarily to it. So Zakta Meshachachma, both Manda Amrim were both Manda Amrim were saying that this is what Kla Yisrael was saying. Kla Yisrael was saying that Rabbi Shalom, we need to be Bali Bechira. We need to be Bali Bechira. Now, when it comes to Taivas, so what's a bigger Madrega? Is it a bigger Madrega never to have the Taiva or to have the Taiva and be Kaivashi Yetzer? Now, of course, you're not supposed to put yourself into that situation, but the idea is that a person has taivus, no matter what madrega you're on, and a person is kaivish as yetzer, he controls himself, and he doesn't give in to his taivus, or he channels his taivus towards kedusha. That's another option that a person could do. So that, we say, like we just said from the Rambam, and his lash in the Meshachachma is the Fum Tzara Agra. Because, of course, we're not looking for that, but the people who went through and they fell to their Yetzirah, and then they came back, or the people who really had that strong taiva and was able to overcome it, that's something that Sadikim Gemurim, who don't have that, don't have that Lefum Tzara Agra. So, because that aspect of the tsar and the and the and the and the and the nisayan that the tzaddikim they have it on their own madrega but it's not necessarily the madrega that we have it on however so he says so but when it that's all when it comes to taivas and gashmias that you're supposed to overcome that you're supposed to channel that you're supposed to deal with that you're supposed to confront when it comes to taiv, to, to, to Averis of the Seichel, when it comes to Avodah those things you're not supposed to entertain. You're not supposed to go and start looking. Well, let me decide if Avodah is a good thing to do. I'll go through it, I'll learn all about it, and then I'll, you're not supposed to do that. You stay away from it. What's the, what, what do you have by the Ketiris? By the Ketiris, you have Chalbana. Chalbana is the bad-smelling stuff. What do you do with the Chalbana? You put it in with the other things, and together it makes this beautiful smell like we've talked about before. So that's a simon of a person with his taivas and his yetzahara, whether he's being kaivish it or whether he's channeling it, he's taking it, he's using it, and he's producing this beautiful scent of a balchuva. 
That's Hatavas Haktairis. That's the person using his Kayach of Tshuva and the Taivas that he has to grow. Hatavas Haneirais, what do you do with the old wicks and the old oil? You clean it out totally. You can't, there's no, you don't, nothing left. It's clean, totally clean. That's being Miramas that when it comes to Averis and the Seichel, Adaraba. The cleaner you are, the better it is. You're not supposed to have anything mixed in there. If you had the Avera, you got to clean it entirely. You don't deal with it. You don't, there's no Chalbana there. And better not to have it at all. And that's where the Gemara says that when it comes to Tzadikim Gemurim Ayin Rasa, where they have a better Madrega than Balei Tshuva, that's in the Seichel. Because a person who unfortunately fell to those types of thoughts, there's a stain there. It's much harder to get rid of. The Tzadikim Gemur were the cleanest. They were the cleanest. So Tzadikim Gemurim Ayin Rasa. So that says the Meshachachma is the two Mandamrim Atavas Haneris Atavas Akhtaris. And both of them are saying... Both of them are saying that Klaiso we're saying we want the Bechira in it, and it's two types of two types of um, two types of Averis. There's Lashon here when it comes to the um, when it comes to Kedai to read, he says the Iker is when it comes to Taivas, a person is supposed to make it smell good. And he says a very interesting thing that you're supposed to, this is what we're saying, mean channeling the Kayach Hataiva. Person has a Taiva, so how do you get rid of it? It's just over. So you have to channel it either to something that's Mutter, the Yeshahu Mitzvah. And sometimes it's even a Mitzvah you could channel. Kimoi, Pruravu, if a person has a Taina, has a Taiva for Znus or for Tashmish, something like that. So you, you channel towards Pruravu, towards your marriage. Vachilasudas Mitzvah, Shabbos. There's all different types of ways to channel the things that are physical pleasures and physical taivas. Mashenkin, like we said, when it comes to the dais, so that avad it's better, a person shouldn't get involved in them at all. So that, says the Meshachachma, is what's miyash of the steer over here. They're talking about two different types of averas. But the bottom line is, is that this idea of the makam shabali tshuva oimdim, and this is the world that we live in, the world of vali tshuva, because we all need to be Bali Tshuva. A, a Bal Tshuva is a person who was far from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and now he's coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what every person is mechayiv to do. And because he was far, there's this Lefum Tzara Agra that will bring him close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now let us turn, uh, skip to Ois Dalit. Ois Dalit is a beautiful vart from Rav Pam. Ois Dalit. Amar Abakiva, Ashrechem Yisrael Fni Miatamitarim, the last Mishnah Sakti Yuma. Fortunate Klai Yisrael in front of whom do you become Tahar? Umi Mitar Eschem, and who is Mitar you? Avicham Shemashamayim. Akadish Baruch. Shenemar Vizarakti Alechamayim Tahirim Utahartem. The first Pasuk in Yechezkel says, Hashem says, I'm going to throw on you Mayim Tahirim, and you will become Tahar. The Oimer and a second pasuk says Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. Hashem is the Mikveh for Kla Yisrael. Ma Mikveh Metaris Atmeim, Avakadosh Baruch Hu Metaris Yisrael. Says Rav Pam, Hinei Nizkru Kan Shnei Inyani Tahara. The Mishnah picked two different psukim. There are two different types of ways of becoming Tahar. There's Hazah. There's being spritzed upon. Some water spritzed on us. Utvila. Now he puts in the parentheses, The Hazah usually is when you have the mixture of the water and the, and the ashes of the Paraduma that you spritz on someone to be Metarim. Utvila, 
and going to the mikvah, he mashat nitrai de tvilo be mikvah. So says Rafamu biuroi sheshoyne taras mechatas mitaras mikvah. There's a very big difference between the tara of the paraduma and the mikvah. Mikvah ain't a mitaras atomi achi konasusaychi bichal gufoi. Maybe shetaita filus arachas. You want to be tar in the mikvah, you got to go all the way down. If you have one hair sticking out of the mikvah, it's no good. One hair. What do you mean I was all in the mikvah? Mikvah, you have to be fully immersed in the mikvah. Any little bit out is ma'akev in the tahara. Ma'ashen ke mechatas. But that's not it. The mechatas, the paraduma, it's not like that. Shem If a couple of drops fall on one limb of the person, afilu even if a drop fell on the top of his finger, also lehazah. His whole body is tar. So a mikvah, you got to go all the way in. And by the paraduma, a little drop anywhere on your body is mitar the whole body. So says Rav When it comes to tshuva, there's these two ways as well. There's a bal tshuva that he does tshuva with all of his heart, and all of his soul, and he turns himself into an entirely brand new person. Then there's some bal tshuva, they don't change their entire persona. They don't change who they are. But they get a little bit of Isiris, a little bit of awakening, and they change themselves a little bit. Uvitikone is a prat, a little detail, like pratim, mikalamaisim. From all of his actions, one or two little things, he makes a little bit of a change, a little bit of an improvement. So these people are mikatsa al katsa. You have one person who entirely changed his entire life. He's made a whole new new person out of himself. Another person made a little small little tikkun. And that's what the two psukim are coming to teach us. If a person is not able to get to the first option of tshuva, which is mikveh Yisrael Hashem, of course that's the best thing. If a person could make an entire turnaround and put himself all into the, into the water, the mikveh, come out a brand new person, if a person is able to do that, that's unbelievable. But what about the people who can't do that? What about the rest of us? So we say, forget the whole business. If I'm never going to get to the mikveh, so I'm going to stick my little finger in, what am I going to gain? You stick a little finger into the mikveh, it's nothing. It's nothing. It doesn't do anything. Don't give up hope. There's a second level of Bali Tshuva. That's what Rabbi Kiva is telling you. There's two types of Taharas. There's Vizarakti Aleichem. Now, so a person shouldn't be Miyayish. Making a small little Shinoi is also a Bal Tshuva. Is also a Bal Tshuva. And even if a person doesn't get to the Spitz Madrega of Bal Tshuva, Rabbi Kiva is telling us there's a pasuk v'zarakti aleichem ma'im tayrim. Now he continues. Obviously, there's something in the middle that he skipped out here when he was quoting it because there's these dots there. V'ze yoiser mamoshi mi kabolas tshuva stam boyfin klali. Rav Pam says, and I don't know if he was oimid on the fact that in um, I, I didn't look it up the uh, the sefer of Rav Pam, but. He's, I see it says, B'Shema Av Bezdin Shal Kavna. So he, he's, I don't know if he's aiming on the fact that in the Mishnah, which one was the first one listed? Vizarakti, which seems to be the lower Madrega than Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. You would think, start off Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. And, <laughs> if you can't reach there, Vaymer, second choice, doesn't say that. 
So he says, because really, if a person really wants to do the Avoidah and really make it real, it's more real if a person just says, okay, I'm turning myself all over. This is it. About what? How are you doing it? I'm not really sure. I'm just making a real big change. I'm jumping in the mikvah. I'm coming out. I'm a new person. We know the person is going to start off the beginning of his tshuva process. And he's saying, I'm doing the 100% turnaround. So we really know that's not going to happen. He's not going to be able to change himself so quickly. However, if you want to know how to get to 100%, you start off with a very small, little balchuva, a little bit of chuva. If you do a tikkun amiti, a true tikkun, in one detail in your life, but you know what that does? And the Kayach of Tshuva and the Kayach of Kedusha is that if you make one true little change, that'll start the ball rolling. And if that starts the ball rolling, you'll eventually perhaps get to the Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. So it's really, it's not just two Bechinas of a Baal Tshuva, which is, it's true because each one, even the small one, is not only a means to the end. It is an end unto itself. A Baal in one little prat, says Rebbe Kiva, is a Baal just like Efer Apara. But if you want to get to the Mikveh Yisrael Hashem, you got to start off with the Zorakti. You start off small. You start off with a little prat, a tikkun in something, a little bit, but you got to be dedicated to it. You got to say, this is it, and you're going to stand by it. And it's an Avaida. And then slowly but surely, it takes on uh, uh, wings of its own and it starts going to the next level. And this is a, a Avaida of life because, because no one changes in a year. And no one changes in a month, and no one changes in two years. It's a slow process. But if one year, one L, you take on one thing that you're going to be misakin, and that's the thing you're going to work on, and for however long, hopefully it'll become a part of you, so that then comes the next year, you say, okay, last year I did Aleph. Now there's Bays. You're moving up a level. And slowly but surely, as time flies by in life, you look back 10, 15, 20 years, and you see all the different tikkunim that you were able to make. But it starts with that tikkun. And hopefully you end up by the mikveh Yisrael. All you need is one Kabbalah. One Kabbalah, a person is already connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's outstretched hand. And that's the power of one tikkun. That's the power of tshuva. And that's the idea here that he's bringing out so beautifully that there's two bechinas of about tshuva. There's the paraduma bechina, the hazah, and there's the tefillah. And it's clear for Rabbi Kiva, you got to start off with the hazah. You start off with one little prat. You start off one thing which you want to be masakin. This elul, this aser tshuva, this cheshvan, however long the kabbalah of Adit shall last the whole year. But even if it doesn't, as long as it lasts, a person is makabal that, that's what's going to bring him to slowly but surely become not just the bauchuva of the Efer Hapara, but eventually he'll be zaycha to be the bauchuva of the Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. And we'll be Hashem continue next week. Thank you.